All right, guys, welcome to part two of Raising Children in Today's Hectic World. And once mm-hmm. again, I have the, the pleasure of, of reannouncing my good man, my boy, Firestarter himself, Michael Guillory. What's up, Mike? Woo! What's up, Jared, man? Thanks for having me again, buddy. Yeah, man, super excited. Um, and so we, it was funny because we, we were going to do this podcast all in one day. <laughs> um, and, and then the Louisiana did what Louisiana does. And the weather, mm-hmm. kicked, the weather kicked in. <laughs> and Mike Lilly lost the internet multiple times. <laughs> yeah, lost the internet. Um, Mike, you ain't gonna believe this, but my microphone just showed up. <laughs> oh man! So we're we're trying oh, to get well. we're trying to get a better input on my side of things for the audio. I'm just using my laptop currently, and so uh, mm-hmm. I, I replayed the podcast from yesterday, and Mike sounded crystal clear. And so I said, <laughs> "Man, I need what you got, bro." So I went out and I bought me. Um, the same mic. And since I live in the Atlanta area, um, the, the 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 Amazon fulfillment center is right around the corner. So <laughs> That's incredible. I, I, I usually get things within a day, so it's it's, it's a pretty cool thing. My, my I Amazon usually forget I ordered something by the time it comes in. <laughs> yeah, down there in the dirty swamp. <laughs> <laughs> he's from he's from Jamaica, my, my Amazon guy. So he's a pretty cool guy. Ours <laughs> cool. thinks to us, our FedEx guy. Does he really? He really does. He's saying everywhere he goes, he drops off package. He sings to us. Are you serious? He's got a, he's, I am. I'm not even making this up. He's got a very deep voice. And wow. I don't know. It's cool. He's always in a good mood. Never seen him upset. That's what's up. He's like, hey, here is your package. Have a wonderful day. You know, something like that. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, shoot. I love it. I record love that. It. I'm going to have to record yeah. that for you sometime. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Put it on the next podcast. Maybe we'll get him <laughs> on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, you know what? Let me let me, let me me grab the mic, Mike, and see if we can plug this in real quick. Uh, well, that's going to be all kind of software downloads and everything. It's not oh, going to be instant. Okay. Yeah. So I can't just plug it in and roll with it. Nah. Okay, okay. That's all good, then. We'll, we'll have it set up for next time. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the topic at hand. Yes. Raising kiddos in today's crazy, crazy world. It's yes. crazy by the minute, doesn't it, Mike? Madness, madness I say. Madness. Madness, madness I say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, really enjoyed our talk uh, yesterday. Um, you know, really, and I thought about it kind of right before I, we got on today. Um, really, really what this is, is all about, guys, and, and we mentioned it yesterday, it's discipling your own family really feel like that's a lost art inside of Christianity. I feel like, you know, we, we rely on the Sunday school teacher, the children's church teacher, the, the youth pastor, the pastor, right? Yeah. Oh, here's this book, go read it. And we, and, and again, those things are great. You know, it takes a village as they, as they say, per se, <laughs> it takes a, a band of brothers. It takes a, uh, you know, maybe not the village thing in the right term, but you know, it, takes, it definitely takes a, a congregation and, and probably yeah. the best word would be community. You know what else is kind of silly on our part? It's good, but it's also kind of silly. We're so worried about discipling the the newcomers or the lost that we forget to start in our own home. Dude, bro. <laughs> you got to keep it basic, you know? We're so, so stressed yeah. on reaching the lost and, and, and those yeah. who are just starting. But if yes. we're not starting in our own homes, you know? Yes. Bro. That's kind of kind of productive. Yeah, 100%. You know what? That's a great place to, uh, to bring in um, – 112 uh, psalms 112 mm-hmm. um praise the lord blessed is the man who fears the lord right so you know his, his heart's been established he's, he's he respects everything that god is right. and that god does and then it goes on to say who delights greatly in his commandments mm-hmm. so like as disciples who are called to be disciple makers and, and again yeah. that begins if, if that does begin in our homes and we know it does I mean, that's, yes. that's, that's our first ministry always is always will be yeah. um, if we're if we're delighting it says and, and god's commandments another part in scripture says if you delight yourself in the lord he will give you the desires of your heart so mm-hmm. if, you, if you see that 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 and really what that is is a man who's learned fully to trust right yeah. like like you've learned that there's nothing this world can offer me that even i mean touches you know Jesus and, and, and his offering of life and life to the full. Nothing even comes close. Right, right. So you delight yourself in giving up the world, right? So that you can gain 
forever you know, with him. Yeah. It's like you, you delight yourself in knowing that I'm, I'm, I'm gaining eternity. The Bible says in the New Testament that that eternal life is to is to know God. Right. Yeah. And, and when you know God, you begin to know eternity and eternity begins right here, right now. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a blessed thing, bro. And, and I love Psalms 112 because it speaks to that in a man's heart and what a man who, who's been discipled should really look like. Right. Yeah. A.K.A. me and you as a father. Yeah. So, and it goes on to say this. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. Ooh. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Mm. Come on. Who, who wants your kids to be mighty on the earth? Yeah. Right? Who wants your kids? Who's listening to this right now? Say, I want my kids to be blessed. Right. I want yeah, my every kids. last one of us. That's right. That's it, baby. It says wealth and riches will be in his house. There's, there's nothing there's nothing greater there's no greater wealth and rich than where, where's your treasure at right it's, it's yep in heaven that's right knowing his knowing his name and knowing right that's it bro and, and, and so the wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness will endure forever man mm, mic drop My, that's it we're done let's call it quits <laughs> <laughs> the lord the lord has spoken <laughs> I, I have spoken says the lord <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love that. Yeah, they steal everything from Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Which of course they do because every great story is borrowed from the great story. That's right. So, That's a podcast for another time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got some podcasts on that. You will listen to it. Ecclesiastes 311 podcast goes all into that. So yes. you want to get into eternity and, and, and what's on men's hearts, go after that podcast. You'll you get you get a nice little I will. Nice little supper there to feast on. Um, mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> what? So let's talk about that. What does what does it mean to disciple your children? Right. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Practically, yes. Practically. Check. You know, when, when the Bible yeah. talks about the Bible talks about holiness. Holiness. You, you touched on this yesterday, man. It's 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 all about what they mm-hmm. see to start. That's right. We can tell them what we want up and down, left and right, yeah. read the Bible, tell them to read the Bible, all we want. But if we're not living it out ourselves, yes. we're losing half of what we're telling them. 100%. That's it. They're going to emulate what they see. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's Psalms 112 right there. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. Like if, if daddy and mama... Is, is in a place of respect and reverence to the Lord before the Lord every day. And they are, yep. they are, they are, they are loving life in God's kingdom, bro. The kids are going to emulate that and desire that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So hundred percent, dude. Um, and so, so, so there it is. Right. So, 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 so let's talk, let's, let's just do this. Let's talk about, let's talk about, you know, screens for a second. Okay. Um, let's, let's look at it from the practical side. I, I, Mike, I, I studied the scripture on, on holiness, you know, forever ago, and I actually revisited again recent, recently. Yeah. Um, I believe there's, I believe holiness, there's two types of holiness. There's, um, there's what I call practical holiness. Okay. Um, and then there's what I, you know, I'll call basically, you know, spiritual holiness. Right. Um, spiritual holiness is, is what Paul says. I, I pray that you would abound in love for one another so that God can establish you in holiness, blameless before, before him. Yeah. So, that only comes from Jesus. Yeah. So the spiritual holiness is, is an establishment of, of love and abiding in, in Christ daily. That's the spiritual, you know, aspect. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yet there's also the holiness that, that says, as Paul talked about so often, you know, um, probably Romans 14, 15 range. Um, Hey, if, if, if what you're eating is offending somebody else, then don't eat. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If what you're drinking is causing offense to someone that stopped drinking it. Yeah. You know? And so for me, I always grew up with this mindset of don't, don't, don't drink, don't smoke, don't curse. You know, mm-hmm. and, and by doing that somehow I've achieved this level of holiness that's going to fulfill me. And, and, and I certainly strive to do those things. Sometimes I, I kind of sucked at it, mm-hmm. you know, because, because the, the flesh can only hold out so long. Yeah, so you, you can't survive on only you can't just survive on, on practical holiness. That's certainly no, that's that's where spiritual sweeps in and takes over. Hundred percent. Because if you're not if, if all you've got is a list of rules, my, my buddy says it this way. He says uh, he says um, um, rules without relationship 
equals rebellion. Oh, that's cool. I like it. You know what I'm saying? So Bumper sticker. Yeah, right. Come on. So if I got a bunch of rules here in my life that I read in scripture and I'm just trying to follow them, you know, without having a, a, a relationship with Jesus that transcends, you know, the do's and the don'ts, then, then, what, then what's left is, is the flesh wanting to do the thing that, that, that God told me not to do. Yeah. <laughs> kind of how the flesh works. <laughs> and you better believe you're going to end up doing it. Bro, flesh, it only holds out so long, guys. Right. That's right. why religion doesn't work. Right? Yes. It, yep. Doesn't work. Oh, go be good. Go be a nice guy. Well, what am I supposed to do when I watch the, the, the next, you know, Braveheart or, 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 you know, whatever it is, Marvel, whatever you're into, you know, film it. And, 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 the, and the man in me is screaming, I want that somehow. <laughs> you know? And, and, and we learn that in, in Christ, bro, that's the offer, life and life to the full. And it's not Christianity. It's not about killing my desire. It's about learning to trust God with my desire. Yeah. So, massive difference. You want to kill desire? Mm. Go, go, go move to, you know, Eastern religion out there and live on a mountain, shave your head and live on a mountaintop. Can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, can, you can kill desire that way really easily. So, hey, mad respect for those guys that do that and stay legit. You know, sometimes God calls us to, 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 to some strange lives. So, you know, yeah. but, but anyway, um, so practical holiness. What does it look like? And you touched on it yesterday, Mike. So what does it look like in your home? When it mm -hmm. comes to the practical holiness, what, what limits or bounds do you have on your children when it comes to things like screen time, um, yeah. phone, phone use? Um, just kind of mm -hmm. go through some of the things that, that we talked about early on that. All right. Okay. Um, so again, I'll, I'll kind of recap. Yep. So as far as like screen time as tablets or video games or even, even TV, mm -hmm. we try to keep it first and foremost, just kind of like a, a respectful thing. You know, if we've got company over, that's, that's a no-go. Yeah. We need to have that relationship, especially if, it, if it's family, you know, you got to spend time with your family. Yep. You got to build those relationships. Yep. But if we're not having anyone around, it's just us around the house, then we like to make sure that, you know, school's done, work's done, chores done, spend yep. some time in the word, and they really, they get up in the morning. They almost do better than me most of the time. They get up in the morning and read their Bibles and do their chores, nice. get school done. And then uh, they usually be done school around one or two o'clock. And uh, we still kind of hold them off to about three. It just feels like yeah. a decent amount of time for us, for them to not be sucked up on it, okay. you know? And then, um, I don't know, usually during the week, we let them have some, uh, some time for about an hour on their tablets okay. during the week each day. Okay. unless unless they're speaking to a cousin you know how you can uh, do messenger and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. but we just don't want them apart from from the family for that long you know what i mean mm -hmm. this precious time when they're younger so we're trying to soak mm -hmm. them up all that we can soak each other up yeah and uh yeah. It's good. if they're going to be chatting with grandma or grandpa then it's not really a big deal yeah or if it's a nasty day out there you know you kind of just go day by day but for the most part one hour during the week and then we give them you know two or three hours on the weekends where they didn't have a whole lot going on okay. but it yeah. still kind of falls the same way on the weekends you know we don't want them just waking up be on a tablet for nine hours and then before you know it they're still in their pajamas and haven't done anything you know <laughs> yeah yeah don't want to be yeah. sucking up all that time 100 percent, and I, and, I, and I hear your heart on that bro that's my same heart you know when, when we are when we're at the dinner table um of course, being at home. Oh, um, no devices at the table. Not even me and Whitney. Not even yeah, on our same, cell phones. Same here. Um, so that's, that's a practice I find that's kind of failing. That no one eats dinner together anymore. Yeah. In fact, yesterday we, my wife's been really busy, and the kids been having a lot of homework. But I, uh, yesterday we prioritized. I said, "Honey, let's just let's just stop everything we're doing. Let's go fix dinner together. Let's clean the table off and sit down as a nice. family." And it was awesome. Like that was the first yeah. time we had we had done that. In, in, in a while, like at least a few mm -hmm. weeks for sure. And bro, like, yeah. I was like, man, we need to be doing this like every day. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I look forward to that every day. That's, that's my favorite time of the day. Yeah. Have a bad day at work, come home, everyone's sitting at the table and, you know, talking or maybe not, but at least, at least we're yeah. there and available to each other it shows that we care about one another, you know? Oh, hundred percent. Just to, just to be, you know, completely present in that moment. Right. Yes. Huge. And it was a great time for us as a family. And it's those connections point, right? Part of discipling is, right. is just having those connection points with your family throughout the day. Yeah. You know, if you're taking notes, note number one, 
how do you cipher your family? Have have connection points set up with your family as a as a whole as often as possible, and as well as individuals. You know, to to, right. to have the, the daddy daughter date. You know, pri- yeah. I don't know you you, pri- you you prioritize that. I've seen your your post. Yeah. Um, take your take you you and your son go go fishing or hunting, whatever you is you do with your son. Right. You know, whatever he wants to do, you have you be intentional about yeah. about, about having those one on one connection points as well. It's also big big part of really to me. That that one on one time is is just as significant, if not more so, in in discipling your children as, as as the group, you know, family time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my, my son really comes alive, and it connects us, and he's really he's really much more apt to, to and eager to listen and learn from me when I when I go and intentionally invest my time into him one on one. He loves it. right, you and know? not only that, but you know, with all them kids, you start talking to one, everyone's buttoning the conversation, giving their opinions, yep, 100%. <laughs> cutting up. Yeah. So it's just easier yeah. to really get a point across or even just hear what they have to say. Yep. Uh, we, we, we've done some practical steps on that. We, we haven't been, we kind of moved around a little bit last year with selling a home and, and, and working in Louisiana for a few months. Now we're back in North Georgia where we, we want to be. So yeah, for a while, we had a calendar set up and one day a week, I forgot what day it was, either Monday or Tuesday nights. Um, we would match up either me or my wife to one of our children. Okay. And every night that week, be the Monday or Tuesday, whatever night works for you guys out there listening that night of the week, that was the one-on-one time for, for the one parent with the one child. Oh, okay. So gotcha. That was really cool. Sometimes we just did stuff around the house. Sometimes we watched a movie together. Sometimes we went to the park. Sometimes we even, we even did the, daddy daughter dates those nights yeah you know, so so that was our one night to be really intentional about some one-on-one time you know that, that's neat now i uh i did something kind of similar to that me and whitney um mm-hmm. i haven't done it as much nearly as i used to we used to do we would call them sleepovers okay. which you know of course i wouldn't actually sleep in their bedroom but yeah. i would take one kid and i haven't done this in a while so i'm gonna have to start it back up yeah and um you just spend you know two two maybe three hours at the most with just one of them whatever they want to do i said whatever you want to do i'm yours so i've got my nails painted i've played video <laughs> games i've watched frozen you know but it's just one-on-one whatever it is wow and that wow. they they love it i love it and it really helps you build because you know your children but yeah. when you go one-on-one man it just opens up a whole nother thing because they don't have Yes. That influence from the others, you know, those distractions, and you can really just really begin to see their heart, you know. Hundred, yeah, hundred percent, dude. Um, so that's you know, I kind of, we kind of went off topic, not topic, but we went off, you know, a little <laughs> of a tangent there, but that wasn't necessary, you know, tangent. That's really yeah. good stuff right there. If you're listening, encourage you, encourage you greatly to to see to to let the let your child know, just like you should with your spouse, you know, yeah. let your child, your spouse know, hey, I see you, you know, right. I see right. you. I see your yeah. heart. I see your desires. I, I see you. It's so vital in, in relationship, just like with God. Mm. You know, God, I'm taking this moment, these moments to be with you. I'm going to find my mountain, secret place, whatever it is you call it, whatever it is you go to meet with him. But you've got your place you go and meet with the Lord. Yeah. So, okay. So back to what you were saying, 100%, mm. bro. Like, you know, one thing I, I really kind of like irks me is when I go to a family gathering, I'm sure some family members will be listening to this. You guys probably already know this, so no big surprise. But one thing <laughs> that really irks me is when we have a family gathering and half or more, if not all of the children, are literally constantly, nonstop, dur- during dinner, Thanksgiving, Christmas, doesn't matter, <laughs> on their phones. But it's not just the children either. <laughs> Please stop that. <laughs> it's not just the children, though. They all it's do not- it. Again, it's put the, the phones down. Yeah, they, they do what they see. You look around the room, the kids are on the devices. You look at the parents, the parents are on the devices. Yeah. So we got to get some own, our own discipline going here. And I'm not, you know, hey, I'm, 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 you know, this, this is, I'm, this is, this is to me too. I'm not saying I'm. Yeah, perfect oh yeah, we're all, we're all guilty for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. We're all in this, and let's, but let's all be in this together. We need to be you know? learning to be bored for a little while. Bro, hey. If, 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 if you remember when you're kids, when you're bored, you came up with some pretty cool stuff to do. So, that's right. You, know you, you access that part of your brain. And that's a whole, we can go really deep in this conversation. I've studied, yeah. I've studied a lot of that, you know, as far as what, what screens um, do to children's cognitive abilities, how it really mm-hmm. affects their ability to, to, to process, you know, various things in life. Um, you know, how, how really, uh, you know, it's, 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 we talked yesterday a lot about programming, 
you know, yeah. our, our child's behavior. Well, screens are excess use of screens are programming our child for very, very, you know, destructive type tendencies. Yeah. They, they have no real outlet in life to deal with what's really going on in their life. Instead, if they're depressed, mm-hmm. anxious, lonely, they just find the outlet, you know, the High fulfillment it, of that, yeah. you know, through some screen. And, and guys, yeah. that's a bad place. Mm-hmm. Again, we as adults are guilty of that too. I've, I've done it yep. myself. So let's we're, again, we're working together here. We're trying to, that's all we do in this podcast to help each other, ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Um, so screen time for us in our home looks like this. Um, we've got our kids mainly. We have one tablet. Don't even really use it too much. Just kind of pass it around every now and then. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, we don't we really don't know where it is. Most times it's, it's usually <laughs> not charged. So they don't want to wait around to charge it. So they never really fool with it much. Oh, um, that's devious. <laughs> right. <laughs> By design. But um, we do have, uh, I think we talked about it yesterday, Mike. Um, we do have a couple of, uh, of the, the, the um, handheld game systems. Yeah. Um, and so my children do play that. Um, they are, we kind of have them a little bit on a, uh, we have a, a designated time they get um, weekly and they, and they also get um, a reward based system as well to some degree. I'm, oh. like, I'm, not like all, I'm not like all dogmatic about it. I'm not like, you know, oh, if you do this, you get X amount of time. I just, just to be honest with you, I just do whatever mm. I feel like the spirit's telling me to do. Right. Situational. Yep. Bro, I'm like, it'd be, it'd be, you know, we do. So what we do is we do, we do 15 minutes. And I know it's not a lot. My cousin, Noelle, <laughs> she, she commented earlier on our post. My cousin, Noelle, only gives her children 15 minutes a week of screen time, periods. <laughs> wow. That's rough, bro. I don't know. Hey, I, I was feeling bad about one hour a day. I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so that's awesome, so, though. Okay, go on. Yep. So we do 15 minutes. Uh, we have we have two um, handheld gaming systems. Uh, my sons have, and, and my you know all the kids play on it. Um, yeah. They get 15 minutes a day, um, mm-hmm. a piece if they want it. Most of them don't really play on it during the week much, except for two of my sons. Yeah. So they play 15 minutes a day. If on, on Wednesdays, I give them I give them an entire hour because they 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 like to play with their Fortnite with their cousin back in Louisiana. Right. So we're connecting back to time family. With their family. Right. Right. Yep. So we, we give an hour on Wednesday nights and on the weekends we give them, um, usually it's about three hours, you know, per day on the weekends. Gotcha. So that's how we do it. Um, cool. Again, if they run out of time and they ask me for more, um, sometimes Depends, they do, sometimes huh? they don't. It's, it's, let me, give me one second, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, yes or no father. Right. Yep. Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Going to get more time or do we go do something else right now? Yeah. And, and the father says, let them have it. Then boom. Let them have it. So, Go know, for it. <laughs> I, 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 and I'll ask God too, how long? Like how long, you know, 15 minutes, 20, 30, an hour, how long? And God's like, this this long. Okay, check. And that's what I give them. Easy. So, again, if you're not, if you haven't been discipled yet and cultivated an intimate conversational life with the Lord, then, then you know what I'm saying? That's what that looks like. Like you can literally hear from God, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, and, and I, I don't hear guys like, give them 15 minutes, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> this works <laughs> like I, I just i settle that thought in my heart right god, is this is this your will is yeah, this time peace. your will and there's peace and god and i'm like yes that 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 is what he wants okay this is what the you know yes check this is what god wants so that's what it right. looks like for me i think that's a whole other podcast for the day about learning to walk with god and have conversations on intimacy missy with them paul said i pray without ceasing pretty sure he didn't literally pray without ceasing <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had more of what I was just mentioning. <laughs> just right, just right. A, a constant awareness of God's presence and a constant guidance through His Holy Spirit. Yeah, so that's what that's what praying without ceasing really truly looks like. So, right. right, that's our that's our you know, um, let's and, and again I know we're going through some practical stuff and we're going to get into some more mm-hmm. spiritual stuff here in a second, guys. So televisions, Mike, what does that look like for you? Is there a TV in every room? Is there is there unattended access to, to, to televisions at times? Is that something you give them? How do you deal with televisions in your room? We have TVs in every room, but okay. there's only one room that actually has like, so we don't even have cable. We just have uh, antenna. Okay. Wow. Okay. So really, I mean, of course we have Netflix and all that yeah. stuff, but yeah. the, uh, the kids have their own profile. Okay. But uh, I mean, honestly, they don't really get on it in their bedrooms, which, 
yeah. is good because who knows what they can get into, right? Sure. <laughs> Which uh, we do try to monitor what they watch. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot that they can watch these days because yeah. all these shows are pretty much sneaky in one way or one way or another. You know, they got the dumb dad on on the TV shows nowadays, which is totally wrong. Yeah. Downplaying yeah. males' roles. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, the TV really kind of goes along with the devices. That all all that time adds together. They don't get an hour on the tablet, then an hour on the TV. You know, it's all whatever they choose to do with that hour of media time. That's what they yeah. get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, pretty much yeah. any show they watch, if it's a new show that me and Whitney are aware of it, we'll mm -hmm. sit there and watch it with them, you know, a few mm -hmm. times. Cause just cause one episode, they don't have anything that's kind of questionable. doesn't mean the next episode won't. Yeah. A hundred percent. I watch shows. I'm like, Oh man, it's a great show. Like for the family, like we're really into it. You know, right. like, man, it's really wholesome. We love mm -hmm. it. Next thing we know, boom, you know, here comes, uh, you know, the, the woman on woman action, you know, or the man on man yeah. action. And you're like, what the heck? Where did that come from? That wasn't even part of the original story. Like you're just throwing that stuff in there now to, to like no oh, need at all. Saying. Does not add to the plot at all. <laughs> no, like we watched the show, um, and we loved it. The first season was great. It was called uh, mm -hmm. Anne with an E. Mm -hmm. And and we loved it. My my wife watched that show when it had a had a movie on it when she was a child, loved that wholesome, yeah. great show. My kids got into it, my daughter got into it, she loved it. And so season two came out. This was a while back now. Let's watch season mm -hmm. two. Well, that second episode, I'm like, okay, there, 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 there's, there's some, uh, you know, there's some snakes in the, in the well here. I'm like, something, something's up, yeah. bro. And about by like third or fourth episode, boom, full blown, just like, okay. And again, we, we talk about it so much. And guys, we're, mm -hmm. we're dead serious about this. Your children are being programmed, period. Yeah, right. They're being programmed. Right. Yep. You, you're either being programmed to hate sin or you're being programmed to normalize it, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just reality. Yeah. You know, what do you allow on your are, are you are you are you are you invested? Again, we said it yesterday. There's no such thing as as parenting fully in today's world that doesn't include monitoring and, and, and managing, you know, what your kids are being exposed to through media. Yeah. It just doesn't exist anymore. You know? Right. You know, this I don't. I don't want to step on tools, but I heard someone say this a while back and it kind of, it's kind of bothered me for a little while. And they're like, I, I teach my kids right and wrong. So I don't really care what they watch because they already know what, what the difference is. Yeah, man. That's just a dangerous path. Yeah, I'm just, I, that's just going to say that. That's all I'm going to say. That's just be careful. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that, you know, I'll garbage in garbage out, man. As simple yeah. as that. I mean, I, you know, Hey, I understand that's, you know, you can't, you can't like, um, you can't leash your children so tight and, and, and try and, you know, uh, sh shelter them from the world, you know, all of their, all of their life, but right. The They're going to have to make some decisions on their own. They're going to have to, yeah, you know, decide right and wrong, but yeah. man, at a young age, some of them things is just crossing the line. Oh, hundred percent. You know, you gotta, <laughs> I don't yes. know. I believe it there. <laughs> well, you know, the scriptural guard, you know, it says, the wellsprings of life flow from the heart. So guard your heart above all else. Right. Um, again, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. There you go. A lot of stuff comes to mind. So well, don't pluck, don't pluck your eye out, but maybe turn the TV off. <laughs> That's a little less painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Shut that off instead. Um, mm -hmm. But, but Hey, you know, my role as a father, my role as a husband first and my role as a father second, if I'm guarding my own heart, I better be darn good at guarding the hearts of those that I love. So yeah, and I believe that's part of that. Guard the hearts of your children. Be careful what you allow them to be exposed to. Yes, you can't shelter them forever or shield them forever. We can go right. deep into we can go deep into that. I've had some deep conversations about that. We well, it's all time. it's all situational and balance, man. Because if they just poke yeah. something in like once every ten episodes, that's not sure. the focus of the show. Right. You know, so you tell the kids what's right and wrong. You let them know. You, yeah. I kind of try to let them know depending on what their age are, sure. like what's actually being out there in the world. So they do have an awareness of what's going on. But yeah. of course, I let them know what the Bible says about what's in the world. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't just they know what uh, yeah. I got a bunch in the room. They know what some things are that uh, Disney pushes these days oh, and sure. they know about what's going on out there with the craziness and the gender confusion, but mm -hmm. they also know that it's wrong. 
They also know that they were made perfectly, fearfully, and wonderfully. They're made in the image of God. They know who they are and what they are. Yeah, there you go. But if these shows, if these shows are going to focus on it constantly, then yeah. that's going to slowly desensitize them. So that's when we pull the plug. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know. And, um, yep. And that's a uh, little shades of what my cousin Noel she had, she had uh, responded to one of our. We, we, we kind of reached out to some people before we did these podcasts to get some input on some mm -hmm. parents, you know, inside of the kingdom who are raising children like we are. And um, that's certainly a lot of what you just said resonated from my from what my my cousin Noel mentioned, mm -hmm. um, you know, just, uh, you know, again, going back to it, you, you, you know, you guard the hearts of your child. Um, yeah. You, you know, I think unintended access to things like YouTube um, and various other, you know, screaming apps that are out there could also be dangerous yeah um, you know we we had a tv and my and we've tried at different times putting a television in my in my son's room mm -hmm. um mostly so they can play their their handheld devices you know on the television right, right. um but yeah with that they find the remote they're watching youtube they love minecraft and all that stuff not like kids these days so yeah. they're watching minecraft videos and all this next thing you know we walk away oh it's no big deal walk back in i mean it's 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 you know f-bomb this f-bomb that some some yeah. random video of, of some guy who just you know is 40 years old living in his basement with his parents you know still <laughs> still you know still, still like trying to you know be relevant somehow and so what the yeah. heck so it's like we decided that wasn't the best you know move we, we, no. we took, took the tv away for a while we put it back but but we took the remote away now and hit it so we're like okay no remote so no more yeah. no more unattended access to things like youtube for sure right so, yeah again, my children are smaller their ages six to 10. I'd, I'd be really curious if you listen to this, me and my children are both still pretty young. Um, so if you have older children, older teenagers, yeah, it's going to look differently for sure. What does that look like? And I, yeah, I, it's I really, going to look I, different. I'd really like some good advice from you guys who have done a good job with that. Um, what that looks like parents who felt like I've been successful in, in, in that area with my, with my teenage child, maybe some parents say, you know what, it's, it's been a battle and, and here's some things I've you know, kind of help us, you know, like with your, your struggles can help us, you know, with ours. Yeah. So, before we get there. <laughs> yes. That's right. You know, Bible says one man, you know, builds on another man's, you know, foundation, so to speak. So let's, uh, you know, keep, please feed us, leave it in the comments, um, you know, help us out if you listen to this and we really, yeah, that's a good reminder. A lot of our, uh, principles and things that we do are because our kids are so young and, yeah. I fully expect that as my kids grow older, I'm going to have to loosen the reins and just trust yeah. that they're making the right decisions. And I know 100%. they will. And, and, and love, man, I, you know, I say all the time, um, you know, we're, uh, we're, 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 we're living for the handoff. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, and you got to have that view, you know, you're raising mm -hmm. your children and they'll always be your children. You know, and, and I know, you know, sometimes stuff happens, but, 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 you know, relationally speaking, um, if, if they're here and you're here and, and you're on, on good, on good ground with each other, you know, you're, you're, you're going to have an ongoing relationship all, all of your life. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and, and that's a blessing for sure. But at the same time, there comes a time where you really have to just say, father, I, I commend them into your hands, right. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do. And so you just give them over to the Lord and let, and let him roll them. So, so I'm living for that day again, we're, 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 what are we doing here? By discipling our children, we're preparing them, right, for success. Yes. You know, yep. we're, we're, we're programming them to be successful in the way they react in certain situations, the way they deal with life, the way they process life, their cognitive abilities and all that. That's, uh, that falls on us as parents. That's literally our role. Yeah. You know, like, like bring home the bacon. That's great. You know, you go to work, right? I go to work, whatever. Come on, bring home the bacon. That's great. The Bible says, man, don't work. He's like a heathen, right? So you you, you got to bring home the bacon, you know, as God calls you to. But but again, more so than anything, I don't care how much physical feeding you're doing, you're darn sure spiritually, you better be pouring into your children because you only get 18 years with them in that, in, in that way, essentially. And yeah. so what are you going to do with those 18 years? Because they've got another 50, 60, 70 plus years after that, that they will live, you know, as yep. hopefully disciple makers themselves. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we talked about, we talked about a lot of practical stuff and I'm, I know there's more we can get into, but for time's sake, you know, we're, we'll, we'll move on from that. If you got, again, you got comments, you got things you want to interject, please, please do so in the comments on this video, send us an email. Um, you can send it to our, our, our Firestarters email at info 
at wearefirestarters.com or go to our website, fill out our form um, or send us a message through Facebook. All that stuff's good. All right, Mike, so, so let's move on. Um, before, before we do, let's, let's talk about, I want to get into what um, cultivating a devotional life in our, in our children's life looks like. Um, how, how do we model that? How do we be very intentional in that? And, and in one second, we're going we're gonna to go through that. So if you guys are listening, hang on. But before we move forward, what I want to do is I want to take a moment and look through some of the comments we've got from from our uh, our viewers here. Okay, all right. <laughs> if, we can, if we can call them that um, <laughs> on, our, on our previous our listeners here, um, hopefully they'll listen to it. But um, all right, this was from Josh Henson. I asked the question. I said, what age? I guess this kind of goes back to some practical stuff. So this is good. Um, what age do you allow your kids to have a smartphone and why did you pick that age? Right. Josh responds when they are driving. I'm sure I'm sure he means when they are driving age. Hopefully he doesn't, you know, give them the phone when they not use the phones when they actually are literally driving. I mean, does power wheels count, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's see. Even then I'll we, go ahead. You was gonna give his answer. I'm sorry, I didn't know reading his answer. No, if you want to finish, go ahead and I'll finish reading his. I was gonna say I had mine, but yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let me finish reading his. Um yeah, read his. All right. When they are driving, even then, I'm not necessarily limit screen time, but I will monitor it heavily. Um, until then, they're dependent on me to get everywhere. Why would they need a phone? Too much trouble to outweigh any good. I know I'll get disagreement, but I cannot be convinced otherwise. I see the negative effects daily in the school I teach at. Just not worth it. Josh is a football coach and a teacher at his at his school. So, Mike, what's 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 your way of what's your what's your take on the on the on the phone side of things? Well, I'm gonna have to agree with Josh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we have one cell phone for the kids. Okay. And its primary purpose is if me and Whitney are away, they mm -hmm. can contact us. Mm -hmm. It's not any one of their phones in particular. Mm -hmm. They don't use it at all when we're when we're together. Mm -hmm. it just kind of sits on the counter. I don't feel that they need one either. I mean, for what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. They have their tablets. They can speak to their friends and their cousins, their messenger on the tablets. Yes. Um, cell phone. I just, I don't, I don't see the need for it, man. Maybe when they be, when they get older and they're going places with friends, then yeah. yeah I mean, that's look, cell phones originally came out just to contact someone in emergencies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when do we get the idea that we had all had to start having cell phones that are basically just computers now? Yeah, yeah. Well, that might be a very unpopular, uncommon opinion, but that's me. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's 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 a it's a bold uh, it's a bold stance, and it's and it's a needed stance. Um, yeah. I, I've told my children. I mean, my daughter's ten now. You know, she's got cousins mm -hmm. older than her. Um, she's got classmates. She, she goes like I said, they go to a, a Christian school. She's got classmates. Yeah. You know, some of them already have it, and she's like, "Daddy, can I have a phone?" And I'm like, mm, "You can borrow Daddy's. You know, if I'm around." But, yeah. You know, um, I, I do plan on getting her like a burner phone probably when she's about maybe, maybe, you know, 13 ish. That's um, yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking for, for, for all our kids, you know, teenage years, cause they'll yeah. be out and about with their friends and, you know, mom and dad like check in every now and then. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. So definitely get before her that. Why? Yeah, exactly. Just get in trouble. But, um, you know, yeah. because it's like you, you can, you can shut off the Wi-Fi at your house, but you can't, you can't shut off the cellular data on their phones, you know? Yeah. And, Maybe there's some tools to do that. Again, you, you parents with older teenager kids that mm -hmm. me and Mike's not aware of, give us some input. How do you, how do you maintain, you know, if, if you do give your child a cell phone and they do, especially, of course, a smartphone, um, do you have a way of controlling their ability to, to go online? So yeah. what does that look like? How do you monitor it? Um, I, I don't plan on giving my children smartphones until at, at least the age of 16. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's my personal conviction. Um, yeah. So you know, we'll see how that works out. Um, I yep. also also told them that if if they want me to give them a smartphone and turn sixteen, they will have to find a way to 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 at least contribute to the. the that's right. Get a job. That's it. You know, I, <laughs> they, they can do stuff around the house if they want. They can work with daddy, whatever they want. So, yep. but, but if they want a smartphone at sixteen, I told them that I just asked that they would contribute somehow. Because man, that's that's just big to me. You know, the more yeah. you teach kids to value what they have, the more the more responsible they're 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 gonna they're gonna be with it. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, so I, I'm in that same camp with you and Josh. Um, again, I know it's not across the board a popular opinion, 
So, yeah. so parents out there, if you're listening and, and you've allowed your child to have a smartphone before, you know, let's say whatever age it may be, we're kind of discussing, then let us know why you made that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if, if you felt it was a, it was a God led decision, why did you make that decision? And what has your experience been? So you gave your child a smartphone, let's say at age 13, for instance, um, mm-hmm. maybe now they're 16, 17, 18. Um, do, you, do you regret making that decision? Um, what, do you feel like that was a, it was a good decision? Did it, did, did it help the child, you know, grow in a certain way? Like what, what was your experience, you know? When yeah. You did it? So put because it, it, it may not always be negative. Cause I know Nathaniel, we mm-hmm. get off topic real quick, real short. Uh, there are Fitbits where you can track the kids and we wanted to get him on where we could track him. And he was insulted. Oh gosh. He was only yeah. like nine years old. Cause he want man, he wanted to be a big boy. He wanted to be a man, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So there can be some negative effects early to, um, yeah. Kind of having those restrictions. So, Hey, if it ain't harmful, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give us some input for sure. Um, yeah. all right. We got a comment here from, uh, your boy, uh, TD down there. Yeah. He's your neighbor, right? He lives next door. That guy. That guy, <laughs> that's that a great guy. guy. Great yeah, guy, yeah. Mr. Mr. Fit. Um, Taylor says, uh, "How's Taylor? How do you, is it is it Dimaggio? Is that how you pronounce yeah. it?" Yeah, yeah. It's nothing like what it what it re- reads. It looks like the <laughs> nothing the like Domingo. what it looks like. It looks like yeah, no, like it it's Dimaggio. <laughs> it's definitely Dimaggio. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't rhyme with flingo. Right? I don't know how it's Dimaggio, but it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the Cajun edition for sure. That's right. Yep. Yep. Taylor says this, he says, um, we asked Taylor for some input on when it comes to parenting your child. And he said this, he, he, he believes it's very important to be that the um, parents realize that being your child's parent is more important than being their friend. Oh, that's right. deep. Yeah, well. Couldn't, could not agree more, but that is a hard, mm-hmm. hard line to balance, but absolutely you have to be the parent first because Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do things and say things that the kids don't like, period. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Plain and simple. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks because you want them to like you and be your friend, but honestly, they're going to respect you and like you more if you remain consistent. Yeah. You know, for me, I think, I think I'll probably be somewhere in the middle of that. I would say mm-hmm. being your child's parent, or maybe I would phrase it this way, being your child's friend is, mm-hmm. is just as important as being your child's parents. Yeah. Um, and really you can, you can interchange those two as well, because I, I know I've experienced um, both where I've seen a parent who was, who was very authoritative. He was very, here's the rules. I'm your, I'm right. your, I'm your father, not your friend. Right. Yeah. And so I, I've seen that and I've seen just like the devastating harm that can do to the heart of, of a young child, especially, especially a young boy. And so and, and yeah. that, that, that lingers into, I, I know, I know, you know, sons who have really, really just, just, you know, almost toxic relationships with their, especially with their fathers mm-hmm. um, be, because of, of those type of declarations. Yeah. So, Can never make dad happy. Never, yeah. so, never so do so anything me, I, right. Yeah. So for me, I kind of come at it from a little bit different angle, although obviously I resonate with, with, with both you and Taylor said, mm-hmm. I, I come at it from a little bit different angle in the sense of, for me, I think it's just as important to, to, to yes, and I believe fully you should be your child's friend. So I don't I don't know where we decided that it wasn't okay. And I know some people out there, you, that's where you're at. And that's maybe what you've been told or believe. And you know, again, everybody does his own thing. He, he but, may be thinking more along the lines of most people will do anything to not upset their children. Like they, right. they never want to parent their children. Yeah. They want to be just friend. So I think oh, that's yeah. kind of where you're at and where he's actually trying to say yeah. that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I, again, I hear his heart fully on that. So I, I, yeah. I know exactly where I charge out of that. I'm all for it. Um, yeah. what, what, what I'm not all for though, is, is that again, there it is, right. Rules without relationship equals rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. God's a God. God is I want to recommend father. a book real quick. Yep. Raising coal. I don't know if you ever heard of that book. Nope. It's about a, a man and his and his son. Okay. Uh, he's a, his son was a football player. I can't remember what college he played for, but um, they had a real open relationship, man. And it, it goes based on 
how you're saying that there's nothing wrong with being the friend if you're the parent. Mm-hmm. But man, this the way he raised his kids, man, it was awesome. Very good book, short read. Anyway, back to what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, we'll drop that. We'll <laughs> drop that in the comments on our Facebook post with this with this podcast. So yeah, yep. remind me of that, Mike. When we're done. Okay. Um, okay. So so let's look at this. Let's look at this topic. This is something real specific, and we're gonna kind of after this we'll get into the. This will kind of flow well into the spiritual holiness side, and then we'll be done here. But um, God's our Father, right? Yes. He, he's our Father. You know, Jesus addressed him as 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 you know, Father. So God's our Father. Um, we we just we we literally just read a scripture that said, "Blessed is the man who who fears or and fear in that sense means respects or reveres the Lord." Right? As a son, mm-hmm. as a child, you should revere your parents. Period. Right, honor your mother and father. The Bible says it's literally, literally one of the you know, like commandments there. Honor the mother and father. So, so that's huge. Um, and and then here it is: who delights greatly in his commandments. So, you know, let's okay, let's let's look at let's look at a a, a Hitler type figure, mm-hmm. or, or or even bring it up to a little more modern version right now. You know, to, to some degree at least. Let's look at a, a Putin, you know, type figure, right? Yeah. He could he could tell people what to do all the time. He could you know you, you could tell people you know hey do this don't do this here's my commandments here's what I want blah 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 blah. Well that that may that may produce like like the the nice shiny little boy if they're willing to comply, but hmm. but but yet what it doesn't produce is 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 a man you know uh, alive bro it doesn't produce you know it, it produces somebody yeah. who who's just trying to robots. Survive. Yeah exactly. Um, Obviously, God is love. Love must be given. Love must be chosen. I'm actually mm-hmm. looking at my book right here. I wrote, <laughs> um, <laughs> love must accomplish its goal. And so the whole point of all of this for God was to have the love that he gave to us reciprocated back to him. Yeah. You know, again, there it is. You know, rules without relationship is rebellion. So so if God's our father, we know he is. And with that, God, God lays out some groundwork so what that father-son, father-daughter relationship looks like. And, and again, yo, why why was that tree in the garden anyway? Was it was it to somehow, you know, to to, to force Adam and Eve to, you know, to sin? Well no, it, it was to no. it was to, you know, hey, do 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 you really trust me? Yeah. Because if you do, you wouldn't eat of it. Well why? Right. I, don't worry about why. I'm just telling you, do, do you really trust me? Mm-hmm. Do, do you trust my heart for you right do, yeah do you trust that your that my heart for you is good and it's always good mm. right and and god god the story of 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 jesus and, and the story of heaven bro is about a god who loves us constantly yeah. pursuing us yes constantly getting us to to believe the fact that he really does love us. He really does, you know, want to be with us. And that mm. his words and thoughts towards us are never condemning. They're, they're never, they're never, you know, there's, there's never a, an ill will thought towards us. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, right? All things work together mm. for good for those who love God or call according to his purpose. So it's like, bro, there's, there's this trust that God's just like, don't you know how much I care about you? Don't you, when I ask you to do or not do certain things, it's not because I'm trying to hold out on you. No. Right? Because I'm trying what's, to what's best you. life for us. Yeah. I'm trying to protect you. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what the garden? Hey, don't eat of this one tree. What, what was that tree called? What was the name of that tree? Right. Remember the name of the tree? The, wait, wait. The tree in the garden. What was the name of the, well, the tree? Of knowledge life, of good and evil. The tree of, of what knowledge knowledge the knowledge of good and evil. of yep. of the knowledge of good and evil see bro they didn't even know they didn't even know that evil existed yeah you know what i'm saying mm. like like you don't you don't crave to sin unless you've sinned already and then you kind of yeah. like the way it felt you know what i'm saying and you go back i want some more of that <laughs> sin, <laughs> is fun. sin is fun for a season the bible says Right. Yeah. And so there, there's a craving for it. God didn't even want them to know that there was a life available to live apart from Him. Period. Yeah. Man, bro. And that here comes, comes fruit. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And here, and here comes, here comes the, you know, the slippery the, serpent, the scaly guy, and he says, "Hey, 
eat of this and you can be like God. Essentially, you can be your own God. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right? And so there it was. And so the enemy convinced, crafted, you know, crafted all this, this lie, this deception, which which there's some lie always in, in, in deceit. That there's yeah. a truth, I should say, in deceit. Um, the truth was he was right. The enemy was right when he said you would be like God, but he did not tell him how, essentially. No. Yeah. Um, you, the way There's you would no be like right God. Yeah, the way you would be like God was the very way that God was trying to protect you from knowing. You know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like when he says, if you're, if you're a believer, don't, don't you know, get intimate with an unbeliever. What business has light with the dark, right? Mm -hmm. A believer with an unbeliever. Well, again, is that God trying to control who we date? Like, you know, oh, I know you love this person, but I just, I just said you can't date with him just because I want to say that because, you know, hey, I, I'm just, you know, the, no. the daddy with the stick, you know, right, ready to, you know. <laughs> Again. See, he knows what's best. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> Do you trust me? Right? Man. Do you trust me, bro? And, and for me, that's the type of relationship I want to cultivate with my children. Yeah, absolutely. You know like I heard, I heard a guy say one time, I ain't know a Christian guy, but I love what he said. He said, he said, me and my children sit down together and, and, and literally as, as, as one group, we together make the rules. And, mm. and it sounds a little whatever, but, but what he does is he says, okay, if you go and do this, you, would you say that's a good thing? If you go to a party and get plastered and come home, whatever, is that a good thing? Yes or no? <laughs> and the kids are like, no, probably not. Well, when you okay. put it like that, dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's put that in the do not do category. Check. <laughs> so, right. And, he, and, he, and so I've actually done, of course, not everything. My kids, you know, my kids are still little. So, hey, yeah. you know, should, we, should we go to ice cream shop 10 times a day? Oh, of course we should, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we, 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 we sit down, we write some of these rules together, essentially. We agree to them beforehand. And, and it's been yeah. a, another powerful thing that, 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 you know, me and my children have and my wife, of course, have all together. I, I can imagine that it makes your kids feel more valued. Yes, for sure. It says it's just overbearing dad that just doesn't want me to have any fun at all, you know. One hundred percent, dude. And, and, and the again, dad, dad cares about about right. what I think, and he he really does want my best, and he is going to include me. Yeah, and, I like that. And hey, we talk about discipling. That. Yeah, bro, we talk about discipling your children, Mike. I've I've literally read those scriptures in Genesis we just went over. Yeah, and I said in that story, do you think God was trying to hold out? Because because. God holding out on us has always been the deceit, always. Yeah. In fact, that lie existed before we existed, right? Yeah. One third yeah. of the angels were convinced they could have more apart from their life with God, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same lie. So right, right. I, I sat down and I said, kids, let's read this story. Now, do you think God was trying to keep Adam and Eve from having something? Or do you think that Adam and Eve, was, that God was trying to protect Adam and Eve? From, from something he did what not want them to have. Yeah. And, they, and, I, and I discipled my children right there with the beginning of the book and their, and their eyes were open. Open. Right? Yeah. They got it. Like, Oh my gosh. Like when dad tells me not to do something, he's doing yeah. it because he, really, really because he loves me. I like that. That's great. You know what a I'm saying? People, a lot of people's view of God is that he's just waiting to strike you and tell you, no, 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 no. But when you present it that way, then you really see God's God's true heart. He just wants his best. He's the guy with the paddle in his hand, slapping it in his hand. He's, he's like the angry principal looking around, <laughs> seeking whom he may devour. Oh, wait a minute. That was the other guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, the other guy. <laughs> right. God's up there. The reality of it is the Bible says what? God is slow to anger. Mm, yeah. Slow to anger. Mike, he's got more patience than even my crazy Fashe Cajun self. He's got a lot more patience than I do. Probably a lot more patience than you even do. And you're 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 a lot more tempered than I am. I'm sure. I tell you what, if I was God, we'd all be dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thank God, he's got more patience and more grace than I do. You'd be like when, when James and John said, "God, can we sit down bolts of lightning from heaven and fry these dudes?" You'd be like, "Oh heck yeah, let's yeah, it. let's see it. Let's do it." That sounds great. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> bring out the bring out the marshmallows. <laughs> oh shoot, that's insane. <laughs> hey, I'm just oh, being gosh. honest. I'm glad that I'm not God, and that's everyone right. else should well, be glad that I'm not God too. He's way cooler and nicer than I am. That's right. Well, the the real view of God is, yes, He has the paddle. It does exist. Absolutely. The Bible says He chastises those He loves. 
Yeah. Bible says we are perfected through affliction. You know, yes. so yes, that there is there is that side of it, but the reality of it is God's paddle is way up on some top shelf where he's got to get out of his throne, reach yeah. as far as he could possibly reach before. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, wait, yeah. give him one, give him and one. And the end result second. is gonna be so much better. It's not gonna be a paddle, and then I'm never talking to you again. And we're just gonna man, it's gonna be so much better. Dude, it's like, bro, it's your children, Mike. Like, That's don't right. you give them like every opportunity possible to listen before every you move into discipline? Single chance. Every I, I think they call him a bluff too much now. I mean, the blade, the the the, the paddles in the hand hovering above them, like, will you recant your statement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, bro, it's like, yeah, and that's exactly even more so than me and you can yeah. can exude like 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 patience and temperament. God, so much more so, you know, yeah. exudes grace and mercy more than we can. Oh, so yeah. that's the God, and that's for me, Mike. That's a relationship. I'm not God. No, I'm not. But no. I am being remade into the image of God daily, right? Yeah. And I want my children to see the image of God in me in the way that I discipline them, period. Yeah, yeah. Right? I want to be good. slow to anger. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be full of grace and mercy. Yes. Right? I only want to chastise and do that because I love them and I want them to grow into successful, right. Jesus-loving, you know, men and women you know, who love mm -hmm. God. And it will lead people into his presence, man. So, yeah. so, so that's, that's the authoritative side. But bro, what did, what did the Bible say? And finishing off our thought from earlier, what did the Bible say Abraham was when it came to relationship with God? We sing about it. We got songs about it, right? Yeah. I am a friend of God. Right, right, right. I am a friend of God. <laughs> Dude. He calls me friend. He calls me friend. <laughs> there, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, be the father, yeah. but be the friend. Yeah. You know, be the mother, but be the be the be the be the woman that your daughter can come and confide in you about something and just lean on your shoulder and just cry. Yeah. You know, be that yeah. kind of mother, right? Be, we be don't want father. our kids so so scared of us that they can't have these these discussions where we can actually help guide them and heal their hurts and their bro. confusion and their pains. Bro, come on, Jesus! Well, you know? I, I, hope, I hope that a million people listen to this podcast, Mike, because this is gonna this is gonna heal some families. Yeah, it's, it's gonna heal some relationships. It's going to alter the way that parents are. In, I, I don't want to do a podcast like this for a while. And again, yeah. I'm I'm so grateful that I've got you and the phone. On, 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 on this, on this, you know, this call here, bro, that we're doing, mm -hmm. because I just feel like the Lord, again, the Lord's a lot smarter than we are. And we told me to <laughs> yeah. get Mike Guillory, you know, involved. There was a reason. So, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, bro, this is, this is amazing stuff. Um, we want the best for you guys listening and for your, and for your parent, your, your children. Yeah. Um, we want to continue to pour into you. Um, so last thing, Mike, as, as our time wraps up here, I okay. speaking of children, I've got to go pick them up from school here in a minute, <laughs> but Ah, I let them walk. Yeah, let them walk the 20 miles. They they walk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, yeah. Well, they might have get a wrong idea about me as a parent with that. Back in my day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so let, let's finish off like this. What what okay. is what is what does that look like to say and, and you've 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 hit on it? Yeah. Um, you, you went there already. There, there's the emphasis on 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 treasuring God's word. Um yeah. There's an emphasis, my cousin Noel said there's emphasis on, on, on having them pray for one another. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there, there's emphasis there. And, and, and so what's what's some other emphasis? Like for me, you know, I, I tell them that there's there's about four or five things that I try to do daily in my walk with God. Yeah. Uh, we'll actually sit them down in the room, especially when we have more time, like a Saturday morning. Right. And, and we'll actually do some of these things, mm -hmm. you know, read the, you know, and so there, there's things we do that that, that demonstrates to them. Yes, prioritize the word. Hey, let's go read the word. I'm not just yeah. gonna tell you about it. Let's go literally read it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think that scripture is trying to say, guys? Mm -hmm. Right? And we'll do that. Hey, let's let's worship. Yeah, you know, we'll turn, it, turn, it from, turn it from the story to like what what's God's heart is behind this. 100 percent So they can really see and know to understand more about the Lord. Yeah. I say all the time, it's it's not the words on the page that matter as much as it is the heart behind behind those words. Yeah, absolutely. So, and and even though the words aren't always perfect, the, the heart behind them certainly is. Yeah. So you know, we've got a million different translations of the Bible these days, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like you get a little whatever sometimes, but but yet we know that the heart behind every one of these words is absolutely perfect. 
So, yeah. and that's what matters. So, so worship, so, so prayer. I don't have as much of a direct approach and strong approach as Noel. And I'm not saying that as a negative way, sure. but I'm more of a, of a subtle kind of guy, kind of just, I don't know, just kind of make you think. So sometimes just throughout the day, randomly, I'll just ask the kids, Hey, talk to God yet. Mm-hmm. Just, just that. And that's it. Seriously. That, I mean, that's all I do sometimes just, Hey, have mm-hmm. you talked to God yet? Yep. And they look at me like, no, mm-hmm. I'm like, huh, don't yep. you think it'd be kind of cool for him to hear from you every now and then, you know, just <laughs> little, just little things like that, that pop into their minds. I mean, yep. and honestly, I feel like that has gone a long way because we do. So they read the Bible on their own. They each have their own Bible. They do that in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't really talk about it a whole lot, but before bed, we'll read the Bible yeah. together as a family. So of course it has to be one of the children's Bible. Cause we got Danny is only six. Yeah. And uh, we kind of talk a little bit about it. Then we'll pray together, mm-hmm. but, and those are great things, but uh, you kind of did tend to see a lot of the general prayers like God, thank you for this fun day. Help me sleep yeah. good. The end, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's why I encourage them throughout the day. Maybe you got more specific needs, or maybe you just want to tell God how awesome he is. Have you done that? You know, that yeah, sort of good. thing. And I feel like that has gone a long way with them really forming that one-on-one relationship. That's good. Yeah. Cause good, I don't want them to just be praying and reading because that's just what we're supposed to do as a family. I want them to really know God's heart and seek his heart. And I feel like that can only be accomplished on your own. Mm, come on. That's you it, know? man. That's it. You know, we, we, um, mm, that's good, man. Um, we have to, uh, cultivate devotional life in the, in the mm. lives of others, man. Um, because you know what? It's, 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 uh, it's good to, it's good to, uh, to feed a man for a day, but even better, right. To teach a man mm. how to, how to feed himself. Right. <laughs> right. And we're, we're kind of going through that right now with some of the guys in rehab that we minister to mm-hmm. just kind of teaching them to find their mountain, you know, on their own, um, yeah. to have nothing matters more, bro, than having a conversational intimacy, you know, relationship with God, where, where you just, and I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of days where my, my prayer time mm-hmm. is I'm just sitting there, Mike. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm like, God, just, just, just love on me. You know, yeah. like yeah. I, I ain't praying nothing. I'm just like, God, no, I just need to be with him. Bro, just like even right now, like God, I just could see, I could just, I feel you. Like, you know, I, I just, I sense your love for me, how much you yeah. care for me. And I just let him come and love on me, you know, just give him that permission to just come and tear through my walls and, you know, and my busyness. Yeah. Today. Hey, we, we need that more than anything, man. Cause we just get yeah. constantly fed lies yeah. constantly. Yeah. Especially bro. in the workplace that I'm in, man, it's just so draining. So just to, yeah. Just to sit there, just like you're saying, and just let God love you and just just to sit still. It's not always about telling them everything we want fixed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my time's about up here. Last last thing I want to say, one last thing we do is um we 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 really emphasize greatly because this for me, this is where I find God. Um mm-hmm. and, and yes, I find him in a church building amongst believers, you know, corporately yeah. or, or or whatever, you know, with those so I have those experiences, but for me. I find God most through the things that he's made. So mm, yeah, bro, I knew we, that about you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we are, we are out there. Sometimes I tell the kids go out there and find one thing in the yard that, that reminds you of who he is and, mm. and they'll bring it inside. We'll put it before each other. And I'll say, okay, now tell me, tell us all why you, why you picked the thing you did. Yeah. Right? And, and they'll, and they'll get into it, bro. And so hiking, camping, you know, valuing guys outdoors, bro. The Bible yeah. says over and over again, how, how will they hear if they are not sent? And, 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 and it'll say through, through the words the creation yeah. of a minister, but also through the things God has made. That's so right. The emphasis on that is evident throughout scripture, Romans chapter one, even the very Godhead itself, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit is evident through creation. Yeah. So Psalms 19, go read Psalms 19 to your children. The heavens declare that his handiwork, the firmament, you know, shows his glory, right? There's, mm-hmm. and, and you know, day to day, utter speech, night to night reveals knowledge. And so there's this, there's this declaration of, of, of God's goodness, you know, to us as humans, to the things he's made. Yeah. Right. 
and and the Bible says what you know we we can we can we can preach all day long to people, but in a day the Bible says it's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. Yes. So, yep. And that's what it's all about. We love you guys. Yes. We're so grateful you joined us during these pod, these two podcasts. If you'd like to hear more, well then let us know. I'll have my 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 next level crystal clear microphone by next time. And Woo. so hopefully you guys will hear me a little clearer, just like you hear Mike. And so uh, we'd love to have you know input from you guys and continue the conversation if you'd like us to. There's some yeah, some guide questions. us. That's right. You know, give us give, shoot us a mail or just give us a message here. Um, again, super appreciate you guys. Um, until next time, we love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.